0: Hi, I'm Dr. Mitch Keyes. Welcome to our broadcast channel. We know you'll be blessed by today's message. Amen. Now, 1 John 3. <clears throat> 1 John 3. Starting in verse 1. This whole scripture is uh, this is a love, a love book teaching us how to love. Behold, what manner of love the father has bestowed upon us. Thank God that we should be called the sons of God. Therefore, the world knows us not because it knows him not. Well, the world don't know. They don't know what's inside of you. They don't know God. They need to know God based on what's inside of you. Beloved, now are we the sons of God. Beloved, now we are the sons of God and it does not yet appear what we shall be. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. We should have the identity of Christ in us. When we don't walk in love, we look, that just proves that we lost our identity. We forget what manner of man we are. But we know that when he shall appear, we shall be like him. Like him. Well, we are like him right now. But it, it's, not, it's not revealed sometimes. But we need to know who we are in Christ. And every man that has this hope <coughs> in him purifies himself even as he is pure. Uh, go to verse 11. For this is the message that ye heard from the beginning that we should love one another. Why am I talking about this? Well, the proof you love your pastors is you pray for them. Amen. Amen. The proof that you love each other, you should pray for each other. Amen. Hallelujah. Um, so I wrote this down <clears throat> We are operating in love, not the flesh. As the Bible, the Bible said, says this, that greater love has no man than to lay down his life for a friend. Right. Okay. And in this passage of scripture says greater is he that's in me than he that is in the world. Greater is he that's in me than he's in the world. What's that talking about? The love of God's inside of you, right? Greater is he, the spirit man, is inside of you than he who's in the world. Well, who's in the world? Huh? A lot of times we interpret that as the devil, and that's true. We're, greater is the Holy Spirit in us than who, he's in the world, but that's not what that's, all, that's referring to. It's, now, listen to what I'm saying. Greater is your spirit man than the flesh man that's seen in the world. Did you hear what I said? You should write that down. You're old enough to do that. Greater's he, the man of the spirit, the man of love or child of love should be greater than the flesh man in the world. Why? Because the world's not going to know God. If all they see you is in the flesh. The Bible says they shall. Jesus said they shall know you're my disciples because you have what? Love for one another. Well, how does God express himself into the world? How is it the world's going to know who God is? It's expressed through the love of God. Inside of you. But if you're ruled by your mind, which is your will, your emotions, let's just say emotions, rather than you are greater as he, the spirit that's in you, then the flesh is going to be seen and heard more than what's inside of you. That's what God wants to reveal to the world. He wants to reveal what's inside of you. Greater is he, that spirit man that's in you through the Holy Spirit, is in you than he, the flesh that's seen in the world. You know, the Bible talks about, in Corinthians, about the gifts of the spirit. And they're all powerful. The Bible talks about the anointing. Anointing destroys the yokes. And we're operating in that, right? The gifts. The anointing. How about the glory? How about how about uh, things like, you know, not just the gifts of the Holy Spirit, but the fruits of the Holy Spirit. This is how God reveals himself. Power and authority flows from one source. The flow of love. The flow of love. When you love your pastors, there's going to be a flow of love, not a flow of contention. Not a flow uh, of strife. Not a flow of judgmental or critical attitude or rebellious attitude. There's going to be a flow of love. The flow of love, instead of, instead of allowing your flesh to be seen and known, there's an inner man that's stronger. Greater is he. The inner man, the spirit man that you've been feeding to develop so that you can, be, you can be an assistance to. You know, I walked into the kitchen this morning, and, and there's others in there, but Alicia's always in there. Pastor, what do you want? I like to hear that. What do you want? What do you want me to make you? She's always ready to serve. And, and she does it with love. <laughs> I can taste love in every bite. Hallelujah. <laughs> Best bagels in town. Amen. Best coffee. Amen. Why? It's coffee made by love. <laughs> Others serve in love too. Not just her. I'm just using that example. That's pleasing to my ears. The same thing with God. When we begin to share love and, and, and uh, demonstrate greater, the greater man inside of us to one another and towards the gift that God has given us, it's very vital and important. So the power and authority, it all flows from, from one source, the flow of love. Say the flow of love. The flow of the See, the flesh short circuits the flow of love. When we get angry, get mad, we're not praying for our pastors. It's easy to get offended. It's almost impossible to get, a, get a, you know, offended at your pastor when you're really, truly praying for them. I'm not, talk, I'm not talking about, "Oh God, change them. Oh God, straighten them up." I've seen people pray like that. <laughs> pray for their pastors. Listen, when Dr. Nancy goes up, because I've been praying for her to go up. Mm-hmm. Amen. This don't happen without accident. Those are things that are caused to happen. She's got a group of people praying for her. To me, Dr. Nancy and the Defrain ministry, they're a treasure to me. And I told her. You can say anything you want and I refuse to be offended. I could have been at some occasions. I mean, we've gotten kind of close to them. I mean, we've gone vacation with them and different places been, you know, the Lord's just given us favor. So, you know, you're gonna rub elbows with somebody. Things could be said. Not just her family members could, you know, maybe get off on the wrong side of the bed that day. It's not very often, but you know. (laughs) it'd be easy to get offended if I was in the flesh but greater is he that's in me than he's in the world I told her you can't offend me so I've had people tell me that pastor you can't offend me and then I'd straighten them up correct them see you later they're gone like the wind All you see is dusting behind them. You really didn't mean that, did you? <laughs> just tell you, Pastor, just, just correct me and help me, uh, you know, and, and anything you say, I'll take it. I said, and I've, I've even primed people. I said, listen, I'm going to say something now. <laughs> I'm trying to soften it. And you know, I love you. So much that I'm always praying for you. But, you know, you got to correct that. And that correction was for their protection. Amen. It's for their success. But they took it as, you know, not, not uh, uh, protection, but rejection. See, when, you, when, you, when you're not praying, you're going to lose your identity. Your prayers for for the church and for your pastors, you know, interceding for them is going to help you understand what your identity is. It's going to help you understand that your identity is is to be like your father who is love. Amen. Your father who is love. He don't just have love. He is love. And that's the flow of heaven. It should be the flow of every believer. Amen. The flesh short circuits the the flow of love. Amen. Romans chapter 15, verse 3. I'm going to try to close down here. Uh, I want you to look at this with me in Romans chapter 15, verse 30. Turn there. If you can turn, turn. Don't just stand there looking daydreaming. What did I say? Come on, what did I say? Speak up. Roma's what? No, at fifteen thirty. See, I know when you're not listening, when you can't even tell me what scripture I just said. Come on now, you you, you need to listen. I don't care how old you are, you can listen. Amen. This is how you grow up. Talk to you not as children, but talk to you as grown ups. Because inside of you is a spirit man that's grown up. Needs to be developed, but your mind needs to be renewed. This is why you're here in school. To not just learn natural things, but learn spiritual things. Now I beseech you, brethren, for the Lord Jesus Christ's sake, and for the love of the Spirit. Talking about the Holy Spirit. That you strive together, not strife together, strive together. Are you listening? That you strive together with me. It's not just one person praying in the church. It's the whole church praying. Young and old. Strive together. With me. Didn't say against me said, with me, in your prayers to God for me. Listen, this ain't just about you coming to church so we pray about you. It's about you praying for us. It's important that we strive together in prayer and that you strive together with us in your prayers. The word strive means to contend. To help in the struggle. To help in the struggle. Dr. Jen and I, you think this is a cakewalk for us? You think this is easy for us? Just we, we, I know because we're anointed, it looks like it's easy. But we're not only uh, working our own lives personally, in the natural realm and spirit realm and governing that i mean that's a full-time job right there somebody asked uh, dr ed what what is what is the the, the greatest thing in ministry for you he, and he said me that's a it's a, it's a big job governing me that <laughs> alone dr jan right I mean, you know, we have our personal lives. We have a home. We have cars. We have vehicles. Besides the ministry, we have all that stuff. And then, you know, we're we're concerned about you. And we love you. We pray for you. I pray for you daily. I pray that you're strengthened in the inner man. I pray that you are growing and that you're running your race and be successful. <clears throat> and And uh, you fulfill your purpose in your life and your call. I pray for that for you. Did you know that? And when I see you grow and mature, it's a blessing. As Paul said, it brings fulfillment. My heart is filled with joy. Now, there are times like Brother Hagin, I say, God, I've been preaching for 22 years here. And, and if the, anybody's got anything, I ain't seen it. And then Jesus, you know, said to Brother Hagen and, and, and to me, because if he's saying it to him, he's saying it to me, because I've said the same thing. God, there's some been here 20 years and haven't even grown and they're not interested in it. They don't respond, you know, to the message. They don't respond. And so Jesus said to Dr. Hagen, well, same thing with me. Only one out of four get it like the four types of soil. That's pretty sad. But when those who operate in it and get it, it fills our heart with joy. But this is not a cakewalk for us. When you pray for us, you're helping us in the struggle. You're helping us strive together in the ministry. The word strive means to contend. It means to help in the struggle. It means to partner in prayer. How many are your pastor's partner? All the hands should go up. Are you awake, boy? You pay attention. Okay? You hear me? It's not time to daydream. You put your hands down. I asked a question and and you didn't think about raising your hand. I need partners in prayer. And I don't care if you're the youngest to the oldest. You can can pray as a a little child. God bless my pastor today. That's all you have to say. Jesus help them. Bless them. Amen. Do you want God blessing you? Do you? Do you want God to help you? God will help you when you help others. Amen. Because you're sowing something. You're sowing help. You're help solving problems. You're you're contending for the faith. You're contending in the struggle. That's what this means. So we don't have have time to to carry those that are just, uh, you know, especially in in the, the ministry part, the staff part. That doesn't mean we don't care for people. That doesn't mean that we don't pray for them. But we don't have time to carry others. When we're trying to pick up the pace. I don't have time to have folks around me that their baggage. They're not interested in nobody but themselves. What they can get. If God is telling me to pick up the pace and everybody around me needs to pick up the pace. And be willing to do so. Second Thessalonians, write this down. I have two more things I want to share with you. 2 Thessalonians. Chapter 3, verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us. I'm showing you all these scriptures that you need to pray for your pastors. You're praying for authority as as. Paul was instructing you not just pray for kings and things, but you pray for us. Finally, brother, pray for us that the word of the Lord may take free course. Free course. The word free course means Running. It also means that the word is is being successful. The word and the gospel that we preach is bringing change in the heart of people. It's being effective, productive. Amen. The word, uh, uh, course, here in the Greek, it's it denotes extreme pearl which is required for, ex, uh, for uh, work. Exertion of all one's effort to overcome. It's not a game. We're not playing a game. You know, there's times to have fun and play games. Okay, I'm not saying not to have fun in life or enjoy life. God wants you to enjoy everything. Not sin, <laughs> but he wants you to enjoy life. But he wants you to be more serious about things. Your children should be praying for your mom and dad. Parents should be praying for their children. Same thing. Y'all are, are uh, like children or sheep or the bridegroom praying for the husband. You're praying for your pastors. Just likened unto. I'm just a type of shadow. Praying for your pastors. Paul was saying this. I need people praying for me so the gospel can take its course. Meaning the word of God will work and be effective. The gospel that we preach is only going to be as effective as effective prayers. Did you hear what I just said? The gospel will only be as effective... The the boldness, the utterance that God wants us to preach with, will only be as effective as is the as the prayers that are being effective, effective prayers. Remember the effectual, fervent prayers of a righteous man avail of much. Or, or is, it means heartfelt, <laughs> not just praying mechanical prayers, but heartfelt. Prayers, in some some cases travelling prayers. It's like a woman in private in her in a private place giving birth. It's a lot of work doing that. Ain't that right, mothers? It's a lot of work. You're carrying something for nine months? A child, not just something. (laughs) Huh? Carrying that around and thumping around, you know, sometimes (laughs) By the end of the, everything, you're having a hard time getting out of bed. You know, I remember the i think it was Daniel. We had a water bed. <laughs> There's times I had to help Jan get out of that bed. Literally had to pick her pick her up, okay, like a you know, craner out of that bed, you know. Because that thing'd sink in, you you just sink in and even I had a hard time getting out of bed, let alone look like I'm carrying around two basketballs. and then at that moment it's time to give birth well that's what travailing is it's it's being impregnated by (coughs) the word of God and a desire to see God's plan come to pass and prayer helps give birth to that Gives birth to the move of God, the glory of God, the plan of God in a region or in a in a local church. And there's things that never happen is because people are not they're not praying. When you love somebody, you treasure them. And and when you have a gift that God gives you. As your pastors, they should be precious to you. Are you hearing me? Colossians 4 2, write it down. Colossians 4 2 says, We are praying that you may stand in perfect and complete in all the will of God. Paul was saying this. He says, man, I'm praying for y'all, and I'm praying for the one I sent to you. I'm praying for the one I sent to you. He was a spiritual uh, father or apostle, and he's praying for someone he sent to a local church. He says, I'm praying for him. So that he will be successful in helping you stand. Helping you as a church have victory. And success. And be effective. With the gospel. I'm praying for this man of God that I sent to you. Well Paul's praying for a man of God. So that a church can stand and be perfect completely. In all the will of God. Then y'all should do the same thing. Pray for your pastors. I desire your prayers. Why? So that you will be successful. That you will stand and be complete in all the will of God. If you're not living the full will of God in your life, I'd venture because you're not praying for your pastors. Somebody, y'all just missed that, but... But that's how that's the truth. People want success. They want victory. They want all these things, but yet they won't take time to pray and stand and strive in the struggle for what their pastors go through in prayer. And I'm going to encourage you that this become revelation and and there be a greater understanding that our success depends on it. Paul was proving that when he says, I'm praying for the one I sent to you so that you will be perfect and complete. That means mature and complete in all the will of God. God wants you to be perfect and complete. He wants you to run your race, be successful. And when when we're all called out of here, we can all go to heaven and have the attitude, well, I did everything God asked me to do. And I got everything he wanted me to have. And I did everything he required of me. Not everybody can say that. And it all starts with our prayers, not just for the world and prayer for, you know, the vision, but praying for your pastors. These things are important. Even as a young age, you can learn this. It's important, amen. Did you receive that? And and I tell you, I I uh, value your prayers. You know, Brother Copeland, we were given a tour, and the first person he hired in ministry wasn't an administrator, wasn't a secretary, wasn't you know an associate. It was a interceder. Intercessor. Am I saying that right? A person that prays. (laughs) Someone that knows how to intercede. Intercessor. That's who he hired first. He saw that there's no success in ministry without somebody praying and interceding. Your success depends on it. The world around us depends on it. Your family members depend on it. Are you getting this? All right, let's all stand. Father, we just thank you for the word. We thank you for the truth of that. And Father, that I thank you that my success depends on me praying for Dr. Nancy and the Dufresne ministry. Praying for Dr. Jerry and praying for Brother Copeland those that I consider spiritual fathers and mothers. My success depends on it. And I hope that the church of Fireball Faith Fellowship get what I just said. Their success depends on them praying for their gift. In Jesus' name, we thank you for it, Father. Thank you for the truth of that. In Jesus' name, amen. God bless you. We trust you've enjoyed today's message. To learn more about the ministry of Fireball Faith Fellowship and upcoming meetings, visit us at fireballfaithfellowship.org.